Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. This is chapter 24. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B. And today on the podcast, we're going to take a little trip back in time, all the way back to the year 2016. All right, well, I guess it wasn't that far back, but um, it is the past. And the past needs to be discussed so that we can move into the future or something. Uh no, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do the the list of movies that I saw in uh, 2016, or that came out in 2016, I should say. Rank them from worst to best, and I saw 50 movies this year. So this is gonna be a series of podcasts. I'm not gonna do them all at one in one clip because that would take forever. Um, so I'm gonna do a series of. It's probably gonna be five. Um, could be end up being more depending on how it goes but so for today i'm going to to uh review 50 through 41 uh, and then i'll do subsequently do the rest um probably 10 at a time and then finally at the last episode the top 10 i will be joined by a couple of my friends I'm not sure how many they're going to join me yet but they're going to have their list too um and so that should be a fun a fun show but uh, before we get to all that, we got to go through the the other 40 uh, to get to the top 10. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I don't know. I, I was looking back at last year's list, and I did this last year. And if you haven't heard that, you can go back and check it out on iTunes or, you know, scroll down on the, on the old uh, blog and um, check them out there. Um, uh, they were, I think we did them last... February probably maybe the end of January I can't remember uh that one was a little bit structured differently as I just went through all 40 at the same time I did end up splitting it into two episodes and my couple of my friends Jen and Fascio they did their top 10s we were joined by Mad G Podcast and Matt L they didn't have lists but they chimed in a bit I don't know if they're going to join this time hopefully um they will maybe it'll have their own list i don't know i don't know what's going to go on but uh, that should be coming in a few days as you're listening to it probably already happened but what we're leading up to uh with these episodes is leading up to the oscars which will be on uh sunday february 26th i believe um so yeah uh we're gonna preview the oscars i think at some point too uh but to be quite honest um and i haven't even looked at the the uh, nominees recently but from what i remember from hearing about the nominees i think i only saw three of the movies maybe i don't even know and one of them was the last movie i saw and it wasn't one i necessarily was dying to see but i said what 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 the heck i'll see it um uh but uh, we'll get to that at some point because it's you know it's up for an oscar so it's not gonna be in the dregs of my list i wouldn't think you wouldn't think but anyways um but anyways, looking at this year's list versus last year's list, I don't know if this was a better year for movies. I kind of feel like it wasn't. I feel like last year was a little better. Um, um, certainly there was bigger blockbusters last year, I guess. Well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it evened out a little bit. Because I feel like the, the, the high level, there was a lot of high level money makers last year. And not so much in the middle and then whatever at the end. Whereas this year, I feel like everything was kind of in the middle. Um, I mean, the highest grossing movie of the year uh, was, again, Star Wars. But Rogue One 
which made like $400 million less than Force Awakens made. Now last year. But, I mean, last year, obviously, For, you know, Force Awakens made more money than any movie it ever made by, you know, more than like $150 million over Avatar or whatever it was. And this domestically. Um, and even Jurassic World did better than what Rogue One has done so far. It's not done yet, but... Uh, but regardless, um, you know, again, to to the point of that is, you know, I feel like last year I'd seen a lot more uh, Oscar uh, nominees than this year. And maybe that's, you know, that's on me, I guess. Maybe it's just the the subjects of the films or whatever were more intriguing to me last year than this year. Uh, so the ones that are were nominated, because definitely I definitely watched some of the ones that are nominated after they got nominated last year. But I'd seen some of the ones that got nominated before they got nominated. Whereas this year, like the list came out and I'm like, oh, okay. I think I've seen one of these. And then subsequently, I think I've seen two more, maybe? I don't even know. I'll have to look at the list at some point. But we'll get to that at the last episode when we do our our predictions. So I guess let's jump into it and um, start with uh, number 50. And um, uh, let me just uh, go through kind of the rules here and go over kind of what I'm going to go through here. Um, now, all these movies were released in 2016. Now, there's some some weird, you know, you know, plot holes or not plot holes. I mean, there's some loopholes. Loopholes is what I'm looking for. There's some loopholes involved in some of these that were like, you know, and they're similar to last year. It's like you know, some of these movies came out like on December 31st in limited release in like one theater just to like get the Oscar, get you know, be... be um, uh, you know, uh, eligible for Oscars or whatever, and technically those are 2016, and then later on they go wide release. But then there's other ones that were like came out like two or three years ago, but never actually made it to like mainstream or whatever. Or you know, some last year, some you know, there's one on this list that came out a couple years ago. Initially, they they were in um, you know, they were in film festivals or whatever, but never actually got released um, until this year. So if you go into like IMDb, it'll say like the year next to the name sometimes, and it will say like 2014 or 2015. But when it actually got a theater release or like released on Hulu or Amazon or whatever, um, you know, it was 2016. You know, despite it being in like... Um, festivals or something like that I'm not counting the festivals or anything like that you know whatever these movies came out this year in the theaters or were released this year by some sort of means which the first one on my list number 50 was not released in theaters it was a made for tv movie which i'm counting it's a movie it was made for tv whatever and it was one that i kind of forgot it's a sequel to one that came out last year which should have been on my list last year. It wasn't because I kind of forgot about it. Didn't really think it. Kind of. I guess I just forgot that it was a movie. I guess sort of. I don't know. Uh, but it should have definitely been on my list last year. Uh, whether it would have been last on my list last year, I don't know. But this one this year, it's the, it was the fourth of four in a row, four years in a row, and it was by far the worst. And that, of course, is Sharknado: The Fourth Awakens. Um, you know, I understand that these movies aren't designed to be good, um, but they can at least be good, bad, uh, you know, you know what I mean? The first one definitely was, and the second one, they kind of got a little, um, 
a little bit it was a little more self-aware you know the first one was you know just stupid like you know sci-fi movie that they've made millions of um but um you know it wasn't anything special when they made it they're just like oh well all right well they we did gods we did um uh gator versus shark last week let's do you know next week we're gonna do mega shark versus gatorzoid or whatever you know you know arachna uh you know a quake or whatever or whatever it's like oh sharknado it's like okay whatever but then for whatever reason it caught on uh, the you know it caught on and got quite the buzz so then they made the second one third one and now the fourth one and the second and third were kind of you know you know a lot of cameos and kind of self-aware and, and whatever and uh yeah they were pretty funny and good this one was just bad just bad um and to that um so all right this one doesn't really count because it doesn't have a domestic gross or an opening weekend. I'm going to give you the details on as it go along. Uh, and the domestic gross were as of 2-12. So some of these movies are still in theaters and are still been done, finished. Um, so this actually aired on Sci-Fi Network on July 31st. Uh, it got a Rotten Tomato score of, 9, of 18%. The Metacritic score they decided not to do anything with. Um, the, uh, oh, the IMDb score is 4.1. Uh, the cinema score not, is not applicable because it wasn't in theaters and I did not see this in that theater. So yeah, basically what I'm going to go through is I'm going to give you the name of the movie, the rank, the name of the movie, the studio, the domestic gross, the opening weekend, the opening day. It came out, not the opening day, how much it made. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, which if you're not familiar with Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes is a site that kind of, it's basically a combination of critics and and fans, you know, give their kind of uh, takes on the movie and rank them, and this is the percentage of, out of 100, of what people think combined with the critics and the people. Metacritic is just straight up critics, it's out of 100. IMDb is, um, you know, fans just going on IMDb and rating the movie. Uh, and that's out of 10. CineScore is a little different. It's people that went to go see the movies in the theaters that then got pulled outside the theaters. So it's like if you went to go to the, see a the theater, and I feel like they do these probably opening weekend. I don't think it's kind of a, you know, over the course of time. It's pretty much opening weekend, I think. So, it, you know, some of these scores are a little weird. Um, but, you know, you go to the theater, you come out of the theater, and someone... You know, they probably hand you, like, a survey. It's like, what do you think of this movie? I don't know. It's the third survey. They just give you... I mean, I don't know how they do it specifically, but they, you know, you give it a grade, and then they kind of, you know, put the, pull that all together and give it an average score, and you give it a grade. And then I'm going to say whether or not I start in theaters, because that can tend to make a difference. If you see a movie in the theaters, and, you're like, you're focused in on the movie and watching it, as opposed to if you watch it at home on DVD later and you're busy doing three different things, you kind of can miss stuff. So, you know, that's got to factor in a little bit. So, all right, there we go. Number 50, Sharknado, The Fifth Awakens. Number 49, uh, another sequel, um, uh, Zoolander 2, uh, which came out, uh, the Paramount Studios released this, uh, came out on uh, uh, last February, February 12th. Um, it opened at 13.8 million at domestically, uh, lifetime gross 28.8 million. 
So it did uh, most of its, or almost most of its, well, a little less than half of its money in the opening weekend. Um, it's got a Rotten Tomatoes score of 23%, a Metacritic of 34 IMDb of 4.8, Cinescore of C+, and I did not see it in the theaters. Ah, uh, where do I start with this garbage? Um, Zoolander 2 is pretty bad. Um, you know, it, it, it fell into that same sort of, um, problem that you get with a lot of these sequels, um, that are, are like 10 years later, and in this case, 15 years later, almost, um, you know, it's it's been a while. And, uh, you know, the Zoolander, the original, didn't really do great in the theaters. Um, it came, right, came out right after 9-11, I think, and people just weren't ready for that. But it caught on, like, you know, kind of a, a following after the fact on DVD and, and and airing on TV and stuff. And, you know, it became a very quotable movie, and people liked it a lot. Um, so then it got the traction, and people wanted the sequel, and eventually, it, after delays and blah 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 you know rumors and cancellations and uncancellations and whatever it finally got made similar to Anchorman 2 and um similar to like Dumb and Dumber 2 it just took too long to come out and uh you know it's just not good it's not funny um you know it's weird it's it's kind of a weird thing with these movies is because like you go one or two different ways with these. Either you just remake the movie, which kind of what Dumb and Dumber did, and at the same time it's like, oh well, I you know it's kind of nostalgic and I get it, and they're kind of redoing the movie. But sometimes like you've seen it, and the first time it was better, so I just want to see the first time. Or you do what Zoolander two did and just go completely like different off the wall craziness, um, and try to do something different. But that doesn't always work and it doesn't work in this case and it's just dumb um i I can't even remember exactly what happens but i know like they're working with like the cia or something or whatever i don't even know and mugatu comes back and oh man it's just not good not good all right i don't even want to talk about anymore i'm sure it will be airing on stars over and over again and me you know maybe after a couple more viewings that might get funnier but i doubt it i mean there's there's probably like a few good lines here and there but ultimately it kind of falls flat and i feel like a lot of that stuff that was even kind of remotely funny was in the trailer from what i can kind of remember but yeah it was not good i I don't remember it being very good all right moving on um number 48 um, this movie came out on May 13th, so it was right, right in the beginning of the summer blockbuster, uh, whatever, I guess. Um, it does a, did a whopping $4 million at the box office, uh, opening, or $4.9 million at the opening weekend. It, uh, ultimately got 10. Uh, it's Bloom Bloomhouse, so you know it's a horror film. Uh, did 4% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is amazing. Um, 27 Metacritic, 4.3 on the, uh, IMDb C. Oh, Zoolander got a C plus. I don't know if I said that. Uh, uh, this movie got a C. I did not see it in theaters. And it's called The Darkness. And, um, it starred Kevin Bacon. Uh, the kid that plays Bruce Wayne on Gotham. 
although he was y- a lot younger in this, so I'm I'm assuming they filmed this a few years ago. Uh, and a couple of Australian chicks that I don't know. They've been in stuff, but I didn't really know who they were. One is the mother, one's the daughter. And there's like a zombie ghost child thingy that's hang- that the kid sees. And then there's like a, he starts, you know, I don't know. This this movie was a mess is what it was. Um, you know, Kevin Bacon, I don't know what he's doing, but this this is not good. He's been in horror movies before, and they've been pretty good, but this was not one of them. Uh, yeah, um, I I really have I don't really know have much to say about this movie other than it was pretty damn terrible. Um, you know, I probably would have been the last movie on the list, but just because of you know the history with Sharknado and Zoolander two, those were more disappointing than this was because I didn't have any expectations going in this movie. I pretty much had heard it was pretty bad, and but you know, it was like, hey, you know what? It can't be that bad, right? You know, it was pretty bad. Um, it's got Kevin Bacon in it. Well, you know, I guess someone burnt the bacon because it was pretty awful. Um, and um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else to say. You know, there, I, I, you know, I watched, I watched a good amount of horror movies this year, and uh, this was not a good one. There are good ones though. We'll, we'll get to them. Um, but the next movie is another horror movie, which was also not very good. <laughs> Um, it, uh, it was by Focus Films. It came out on January 8th, 2016, so over a year ago. Got 10% on Rotten Tomato, uh, 34 Metacritic, 4.8 IMDb, uh, got a C. I did not see it in theaters. It made $12.7 million opening weekend and ultimately ended up with 26.5. Uh, and it is The Forest, starring, uh, Natalie Dormier. Um, from Game of Thrones fame, uh, as two characters, um, basically her, there's twin sisters, and one of them gets lost in the forest, and there's a weird Japanese forest that people go to, like, kill themselves or something, and, like, weird stuff happens, so then the other, the other, the other Natalie Dormier, uh, I think that's how you say her name, uh, she goes to find her sister, and then she gets lost in the woods, yeah, I don't know. Or the forest, I should say, not the woods. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird like stuff happens in the forest and there's some other guys in the forest. I don't know. There's a lot of forest stuff going on. Uh, I don't want to ruin the movie, but if you ever do see it, but yeah. It's not very good. It wasn't very good. It it didn't really hold my um interest all that much. It it's pretty kind of predictable, although not completely, but it's pretty predictable. Um, yeah, so moving along, uh, I guess that's that's really all I have to say about that one. Yeah, The Forest. Yeah. Japanese, I don't know, whatever. I'm gonna, I'll, go, I'll get back to this one in a second because I have a comment to make about this one when I get to another movie that's going to be on this list pretty soon, but it's not next. Next is the third of what was supposed to be four movies in the Divergent series. This one was Allegiant. Allegiant? Or Legiant? It was Lionsgate. It came out March 18th. uh, Did 29 million opening weekend, 66 million overall. Uh, It's 12% on Rotten Tomatoes, 33% on, or 33 on uh, Metacritic. 4.8 
5.7 on IMDb. It got a B. So, you know, you'd think it wouldn't be too bad. I did not see it in theaters. Um, you know, I really liked the first one, the Divergent, the original movie. Uh, the second one was, what, Insurgent? It was not good. And this one, Allegiant, was pretty bad. And then to the point that they're not even making the fourth one anymore or they'd, they're going to do it direct to DVD or something. But then the Shanae Woodley or however you say her name uh, decided she doesn't want to do it or something. I don't know. Uh, I forget what the fourth one was even supposed to be called at this point. Because um, this was supposed to be Allegiant Part 1 and 2. But then they... Uh, let me look that up. Because it was supposed to be two parts. They they did kind of what they did with, I don't know, every book movie these days, like Harry Potter, and and I think they did it with Twilight, and, and they did it with um, Hunger Games, where they, whatever the last book was, they split into two movies. I don't know, I didn't read any of these books, so I don't know if that was warranted or not, but they did that, They or they were supposed to do that, um, with this, with this, the Divergent series, but... Um, damn it, can't spell. Uh, yeah, since this one did so poorly and was, I mean, just, I mean, obviously $66 million isn't like anything to like cry about, but at the same time, I don't know how much money it took to make these movies. And the first one did a lot better. The second one did better. This one didn't do well. And critically, it was obviously panned very, you know, very much so. Um, so yeah, the first, the Ascendant was supposed to be the fourth one, but now no one seems to know what's going to happen with that. Um, it certainly isn't coming out next year like it was supposed to, um, or whatever. Uh, so yeah, who knows where that's going to go. But to that, that point, yeah, it was not a good movie and I do not recommend it. The first one's good, yeah, but I wouldn't even recommend that to either because like if you watch the first one, then you're gonna want to know the what the story happens with the story, and the second one's not very good, and the third one's terrible, and they don't even finish the story. Um, Jeff Daniels is in it. He was fun, I guess. I don't know. He didn't. I don't know. I don't know. That's, all, that's all I got. Jeff Daniels in it. Um, all right, <laughs> moving along to another sequel, as it were. Jeez, how many movies were sequels this year? Probably a bunch. Um, yeah, so, Sex Movie is a sequel to, sort of, I don't know, it's weird because the books go in different order than the movies, uh, but it's the Da Vinci Code series, or whatever you want to call it, the Dan Brown movie, the series of movies, with Tom Hanks and, uh, and, uh, Ron Howard directing. This was Inferno, um, and they got Felicity Jones in it coming off of Rogue One. Actually, it's Rogue One and hadn't happened yet. I guess I saw it after I saw Rogue One. But she's obviously, you know, making a name for... Trying to make a name for herself at this point. But this didn't help. Not not great. Um, It did... Uh, let's see, it came out uh, uh, October 28th. Uh, it did 14.8 opening weekend. It uh, did 34.3 overall. Or, or I, I'm not sure if this is still in theaters or not. I don't think it is, but I don't know. It's a Sony film. Uh, 19% on uh, Rotten Tomato, 42% or 42 on uh, Metacritic, 6.2 IMDb, and a B plus in Cinescore. So B plus, you'd think it was wasn't bad, and I did not th- see it in theaters. 
but it was not very good. Um, I would rank it three out of three out of the the Dan Brown books, with Da Vinci Code being number one and uh, Angels and Demons two. And they've just progressively gotten worse. Uh, this is it's all over the place. It's kind of predictable, but they try to throw in some. They throw in all these twists that don't really make sense. It kind of just gets boring at the end and predictable, like I said. And just kind of, it just fizzles. The the storyline in and of itself isn't all that great. Uh, just in terms of the, you know, the clues and whatever that they, they find and, and where they go. and all. Just the story just doesn't really come together very well. Um, you know, the Vinci Code was good. It was fun. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't love it. Um, as opposed to like the book, which obviously was a huge success. You know, I, you know, a lot of people, well, the book's better. And it's like, all right, fine. But I don't really read a lot, yeah, read a lot of books, so whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that didn't get off to a great start. Then they did Angels and Demons, which was awkward because the book Angels and Demons came out before Da Vinci Code, uh, but then they did the movie afterwards, so it was a sequel, but, yeah, I don't know, and there's, uh, Illuminati stuff in that one, um, so this one, they, they skipped the lost symbol, which I think was in between that, or, in between, I don't know, I don't know, I think it was in between Da Vinci Code and Inferno in terms of the books, there may be more, I don't even know. So remember the Lost Symbol was the next one that came out, but it was way too close storyline wise. It sounded way too much like National Treasure, so I just I feel like they just were like, yeah, we can't do that. That's National Treasure. They already did that, so they skipped it. And then, um, yeah, they ended up uh, you know doing Inferno, which you know it is what it is, but it's not great. Um, all right, moving along. Uh, this next movie was an Amazon movie. Uh, it was, did very limited release. I did. Uh, I must have that backwards. Um, 589 million, uh, 589 million. Yeah. Yeah. Limited release did 589 million, 589,000. It's opening weekend and did uh 1.3 overall. I think it was only out in theaters for a couple, uh, maybe a few weeks. I don't even know. Um, it, uh, oh, come on. Um, it, uh, it came out on uh, June 26, and uh, did fi- it's 57 percent Rotten Tomatoes, so people didn't hate it. 51 Metacritic, 6.3 IMDb. Um, it didn't get a cinema score because it's a limited release. I think they only do cinema scores for uh, uh, wide releases, um, and it, I did not see it in theaters. Um, but um, on why is this doing this okay so it is called the neon demon and i was really misled by the by the the campaign of this it, it was very marketed as a very it's kind of it was marketed as kind of it was a horror film it's definitely marketed as a horror film and while there are horror elements in it I would not call this a horror film. I don't know what to call this. It was really weird, like... Like, it was, like, about, like, modeling and stuff. And it just... 
I don't know, and it was just really confusing and very boring at, at points. I don't know. It just kind of seems like one of these arty farty movies are like, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't, didn't hold my intention. The ending was just confusing and weird. Um, it, it, there was parts that were just violent just to be violent, I think. Or, I don't know, it's, violence is not even the word. It's just creepy and weird to be creepy and weird. Um, and I, I can't even tell you what the, like, what, what the outcome of this movie was. I was just like, I just watched the ending and I'm like, I don't understand. Um, so yeah, I do not, I saw, it's free on Amazon Prime if you got Amazon Prime, so go, go, you know, go for it if you want to check it out, but, uh, that's how I saw it. I came across it. Um, but yeah, if, I mean, I wouldn't go seek it out by any means. Don't pay any money for it. Um. I mean, you're already paying for Amazon Prime if you have it, so you might as well check it out. Uh, Alright, so that was 44. Um, so we're, I don't know, more than halfway through the first first 10. Alright, now moving along, uh, we have... Um, we got number 43 coming up, and this was a STX movie that came out on... Um, January 22nd of last year, you got 27% Rotten Tomatoes, 42 Metacritic, uh, 6 on IMDb, I got a B minus, um, CineScore, and I did not see in theaters, and this one is called The Boy, another horror movie, starred starred Laura Cohen of uh, Walking Dead fame. Now, Here's the weird thing about this movie, and I'm going to tie it back into the forest real quick. So Lauren, Co- Lauren Cohen and Natalie Dormier are both English actresses. They're both, um, they're both English actresses, um, and both these movies um, take place not in America. So, well, the forest sort of does, but most of it's in Japan, and. And, um, there's really no reason for her to be American, but he's, she's American for whatever reason, even though, so she's doing an American accent, even though, you know, she's British. And the same thing with the boy, although the boy's even weirder because the movie takes place in England, but she's supposed to be American, but she's English, playing an American in England. It's weird. It's like, wait, why aren't they just English? There's no reason for them to be American in either of these movies. And they're both English actresses. It's, it was really weird to me that that was coincidental, and they both came out like at the same time. One was called the Forest, one's called the Boy. Just like random, like words, just like the something. Yeah. Um, this one's a weird movie, but it's not. It wasn't terrible, but it's still number forty three on my list, so it's not great. The Boy. Um. So the premise of this movie. Um, I'm trying not to do spoilers, but the, I mean, I should have prefaced this to the bean. I'm trying not to do any spoilers here for the most part, uh, but there probably will be some spoilers as I go along. Um, so I'm sorry if I spoiled something already. I probably should have said that right at the beginning. Spoiler alert. Um, I'll, I'll have it listed when I do the description. So hopefully you saw that before you clicked the link to, um, play the podcast. Um, the, uh, yeah. So anyways, the boy... Um, it's, so Lauren, Lauren Cohen, who's in England for some reason, I don't remember, uh, 
she uh, gets this nanny gig from this like, older couple. And it's to babysit a doll. Yeah. The, the doll is dressed up as a boy. And then it starts doing weird stuff. And then a bunch of running crazy weird stuff happens. It's a horror film. Typical. Whatever. It's kind of blah. But um, not as bad as The Forest or The Darkness. <laughs> um, or The Neon Demon, for that matter. So, Yeah, like I said, I saw a lot of horror films or supposed horror films this year. Um, and a lot of them are in this bottom ten, so... <laughs> It's, uh, horror films can very be very hit or miss. Um, there's a few more to come. Don't don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um, I feel like horror films and comedies are kind of the same now, though. It's a very hit or miss. Very hit or miss. Action films kind of fall in the middle there, or you know, or whatever. But um, yeah. So um, all right. Let's move on. We got number forty-two. It was a Fox movie. Uh, it came out um, on uh, July 8th, so right in the middle of the summer blockbusters, as it were. Um, it was not a blockbuster. It came out in summer, though. Uh, it did, uh, let's see, $16.6 million opening weekend, uh, 46 overall. Oh, so going back to the boy, I don't know if I said this. Did 10.7 opening, 35.8 overall, um, just for you people that for complete completion sake uh but anyways uh back to this movie fox came out july 8th um did those numbers uh 35 percent on rotten tomato 51 on metacritic uh it did it's six on imdb and uh b on um cinescore and i did not see it in theaters um i will say this about i will say this about um imdb is that imdb tends to change a lot over, you know, certainly when it first starts, you know, movies first come out. Um, but, um, you know, obviously you can go in at any time and vo- vote for it. Whereas with Rotten Tomatoes and, like, Meta- Metacritic and Cinescore, those those pretty much come out when the movie, you know, usually, usually give it a month in. And then it's pretty much, that's what it's going to be. It doesn't change all that much. All right. So this movie was Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, starring Adam, um, uh, Adam from Workaholics. I forget his last name. Something with an L. Levine, 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 something. Lebanon, Lebanon, Lebanon. I don't know. And Zac Efron, also Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza, and uh, and Anna Kendrick were in this. Um, it's a comedy. I don't know. It's, uh, it was okay. It wasn't amazing. Obviously, it's number 42 on my list. Uh, you know, it was, it had some laughs here and there, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Um, didn't have me, you know, laughing, LOLing all that much. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I don't really have too much to say about this movie. It's, I'm sure it's on, like, HBO now or Stars or something, so check it out if you want happens beyond but I, I wouldn't really recommend it per se um but yeah zach, zach efron kind of had uh, a lot of movies this year it's gonna be at least another one on this list and there's definitely one i didn't watch that didn't make the list because i didn't watch it uh that 
comedies. All comedies. I don't know if he does anything else in comedies. All right. So moving along. Um, we're up to 41 now. So that will that will do it for this episode. Um, number 41. Uh, another summer blockbuster that didn't quite blockbust anyone. Um, it uh, came out June 10th. It did 22.1, no, 22.3 mil opening weekend, 65 million overall. Lionsgate, uh, it did 34, uh, Rotten Tomato, 46, Metacritic, 6.5 on IMDb. Got an A minus, so you'd think it wouldn't be bad. People seem to like it going in to see it in theaters, which I did not do. Um, it is a sequel, another sequel to round out uh, our top, or bottom 10, I should say. Um, now You See Me 2. Um, now You See Me 1 I thought was really good. Uh, there's lots of twists and turns in Now You See Me 1, um, the original. and I thought it was a fun movie that kind of came out of nowhere. Well, I wasn't really expecting much out of it. And, you know, I had good cast. You know, you had uh, Dave Franco... Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Woody Harrelson, you had ILL Fisher, Fisher uh, you know, Mike Ruffalo, uh, and uh, Morgan Freeman. So ILL Fisher decided not to return for this one. And then Lizzie Kaplan took her place. And I don't know. It just. It, it, it just. I don't know. You, you did all the things in the first one, and then you're trying to do new stuff, and it's just like, okay, all right. You're getting a little bit ridiculous at this point. Not that the first movie wasn't ridiculous in and of itself with all the magic and stuff. But, um, you know, the second one was just like, all right, come on. And then there's more twists and turns. And it's just like, really? Like, what? Come on. I don't know. It just wasn't good. I didn't like it. It's on IMD. I mean, it's on uh, Stars, I think, now, or maybe HBO. I've seen it a couple times flash across my screen as coming on some channel. And I'll be like, yeah. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. I don't want to see it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, check it out if you want to. If you, you saw the first... If you haven't seen the first one, go see the first one. I definitely recommend the first one. But the second one... Uh, just disappointing. Disappointing. And, that, and that's part of the reason why it's so far down on the list. You know, despite the fact that, you know, it did, you know, it got an A- minus by the setup score. Uh, it just, you know, obviously didn't do that well in the box office, whereas the first one did. It's just disappointing. You know, I mean, and, and yeah, that's happens with sequels and stuff and and, 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 and all that. But, um, yeah, it's disappointing, disappointing. Uh, but anyways, yeah, there we go. So that 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 takes you through um, 41. So that is uh, episode number one. So, um, yeah, that's going to do it for this time. Uh, be sure to check out the blog, razorvader.blogspot.com. You're going to want to subscribe on, I, on iTunes or Stitcher because if you subscribe, these... These, these just get put right into your queue for your podcast, and then you'll won't even have to check back to see when the next episode comes out because it's gonna be quick. And planning on doing these, um, you know, releasing these every day leading up to the Oscars. So get get if you subscribe, you don't even have to, have to you don't even have to check. You'll just automatically be there. So do that. You, know, you can go there and uh, give me a rating. Uh, give me five stars, you know, leave a review, let me know what you think, maybe give me your top ten, hit me up on Twitter at Razor Vader, uh, you know, and then um, we'll catch you tomorrow, I guess, hopefully, if this all pans out the way I hope it's going to be, I will see you tomorrow for the next ten, so we're going to do 40 through 31 um, on the next episode, 
of the One Man Renegade Podcast. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.